Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And on today's episode, I'm, I am going to be doing a two-part episode. Um, I am going to be talking briefly about the Dodgers. Um, I'm just going to kind of be doing um, an off-season update, if you would. It's going to be just kind of focused on um, some of the moves and some of the players that are no longer going to be on the, on the Dodgers roster and just kind of talking about that maybe giving you a little bit of an insight as to what maybe the Dodgers might be doing over the offseason kind of talking to you guys about some of the reports and some of the stuff that has come out from the Dodgers um, organization as far as like what the um, at what Andrew Freeman the uh, general manager um, of the of the Dodgers has been talking about as well what some of the reports from some of the other um, local media you know people who cover the Dodgers and everything as well have been getting from some of the other insiders of the Dodgers uh, so we'll just kind of talk about that uh, overall um, we will also be finishing off with a talk about the uh, the Lakers unfortunately ended up losing a 122 to 118 against the Celtics last night uh, we'll talk all about the game talk to you guys about how things happened um, the ups and downs of that game um, who ended up playing very well uh, what you know just uh, overall everything about the game we'll talk about that um, but just before I get into all that I do just want to remind everybody um, I uh, that you can find me on Instagram you can find me on Twitter also I have an email address where you can put in um, uh, as as well um, shoot me up any kind of email or any kind of questions on there uh, but you can find me on Instagram and Twitter with West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. And then the email address, it's just the name of the podcast. Um, so it's West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, def- definitely go ahead and uh, shoot me up an email, shoot me up any kind of uh, a DM or anything like that that you guys uh, have any questions or anything like that. If you guys just want to talk sports, um, whatever it is, I'll be happy to go in and talk to you guys. It's always great to go in and meet new people. Um, you know, and uh, get to know them. But with that being said, uh, let's get right into the podcast here. So, guys, with the Dodgers, um, they've been, you know, kind of busy, honestly, over the offseason. Um, it's not necessarily busy as far as, like, signing new players or anything like that. I really think that they're trying to hold off on, on certain things and maybe waiting to see um, what players are possibly available in trades and stuff like that. Um, I know most of most of Dodger Nation or, or you know most of Dodger fans have been um, waiting, going in here stuff about Shohei Otani. Um, I'm gonna be the one of the first people to kind of tell you guys. Um, I mean, it's it's a definite it's a definite possibility, but I wouldn't I wouldn't really bank on it. Um, I mean, yeah, the Dodgers are one of the few teams that have the the capability of being able to go in and sign them because they have that kind of a bankroll. But then, um, not not to go in and say that this guy's gonna be um, this other, not to say that Shohei Otani or any other player is gonna be like this other guy. But um, I think the only thing that's kind of um, causing any sort of hesitation for the Dodgers is uh, Trevor Bauer. If you guys don't remember who this guy is, Trevor Bauer was signed uh, over the offseason of 2019, going or no, uh, 2021 going into 2022. Um, this guy was supposed to be, you know, it, it was, if you looked at the Dodgers starting rotation, you had five, six legit starters and Trevor Bauer was one of them. And man, this dude was on one. He was really, really doing a great job when it came down to, you know, being able to go ahead, uh, being able to strike out guys. He was, you know, some, he was the type of guy that people really liked. Dodger, Nate, Dodger fans were really liking him too, because he had a certain swagger about himself and everything. You know, he was a really good guy or a really good pitcher, at least. I'm not a good guy, 
but uh, he shortly right after that got into a lot of trouble, just like how he's done in almost every other place that he's played in. And the dude now is in, in some serious trouble. He has been out of the league, um, and now he's finding all kinds. Or now he's, um, you know, finding all kinds of legal issues and everything and all that. And that's all I'm gonna really say about that. Um, I really don't wish bad upon anybody, but if it is true, the things that have been, um, uh, you know, allegated about him, you know, about you know all this um, sexual, I don't even know what the hell to call it. Um, uh, I don't even know if it was an assault or something like that or what it was, but something happened maybe it wasn't consensual or whatever the case was or maybe things were not 100% clear to this woman and you know but whatever the case was if this dude is guilty he deserves whatever he's gonna get you know and more probably but um regardless of the fact that's all I'm gonna say um <laughs> at the I, I just think that that's one of the only reasons why the Dodgers have some sort of hesitation or or why they're maybe you know not jumping at the fact of, of stuff like this but then again as well they're not going to go openly out and saying yeah we're going to go ahead and try to trade for Shohei Otani no I don't think so it's it's just like poker um you don't want to go ahead and show your hand or anything like that to any of the other owners around the league um so that's one of the good things that Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers organization is doing they don't want to go ahead and um show what they're trying to going to do or anything like that um there is a lot of talks that maybe the uh I mean the Dodgers were rumored to go ahead and be um, going after Xander Bogarts, I believe. I don't believe he's actually one of the um, available free agents anymore. Um, the one guy who is still available um, with Trey Turner leaving over to the Phillies. Um, dude got a fat old contract with them. I was I'm not really expecting the Dodgers to go ahead and offer anything near that. I was thinking it was going to be a lot closer to, you know, the... 20 uh, 200 or you know like low 200 thousands or 200 million yeah dude got like 300 or something or three yeah and he's absolutely ridiculous of a contract that he ended up getting but um uh, dude's getting paid something like how andrew or uh, not andrew but uh freddie friedman mookie betts um you know aaron judge like how these guys are getting paid i mean um the phillies have the money in order to going to do so they have they're starting to stack up a pretty nice team out there um, my honest opinion when it came when it comes down to Trey Turner, I am gonna be sad, um, sad to go and see him go because I do think he was a really good player. Um, he was a, a five a five threat, you know. He dude had all five things. Um, a five tool player, if you would. Um, he was um, able to go and hit for average with power. He was a great fielder, a great base runner, everything. You know, dude was good. Um, you wanted to keep a guy like that but when it came down to it in the playoffs or once it got closer to the playoffs it seemed like the dude really always you know kind of i don't know he, he does doesn't perform he doesn't step up to the plate if we would you know <laughs> you know with pun totally being attended you know but um anyways <laughs> the um the main thing when it comes down to it though um dodgers were just not willing willing to go to even come close to that kind of money i believe from my understanding, um, there is another player out like uh, Dance Dansby Swanson, Swanson from the uh, Braves who's available. They have not been able to go and sign him. I'm not sure why. I really think that that would be a great uh, pickup for us if it's not going to be the Carlos Correa um, signing. I really would go with either one of them, in my honest opinion. Um, both of them are the great, solid players. I know a lot of people uh, that are Dodger fans. Are not going to want to hear that but i do think that he would be a great great addition to the dodgers 
regardless of the fact that whatever happened and everything it is what it is he was part of the team and yeah that's it i mean if he becomes a dodger and he ends up performing great ends up becoming one of the great dodgers shortstops that we've had and ends up becoming a long-time dodger i'm pretty sure other i'm pretty sure the dodger fans will eventually come around right maybe maybe not maybe i'm you know assuming too much but uh regardless of the fact though um we'll see what happens when it comes down to all that um the there's been a lot of talks again about the Shohei otani trade not to go in and uh, mention that but again but uh it would be great to go in and have them uh, we'll just have to go in and see what happens i mean o overall there i don't believe trades are gonna be opening up anytime soon but we'll see uh the dodgers have those signed uh, Clayton Kershaw to another one-year deal, so we have another year of Clayton Kershaw. Definitely makes me happy because that is the jersey that I have. Um, you know, we always want to make sure that, um, especially players like like Kershaw, who are such a legendary players, who are such great players for the Dodgers, we want to keep them around as long as they're willing to be around. You know, in my honest opinion, but um, it is what it is when it comes down to it. Um, some people may think like, "Hey, we need to move away from this guy already," or or whatever, but. I mean, it's Kershaw. I don't know. To me, Kershaw is going to be one of those, one of those pitchers like, um, like a Colfax or something. I mean, he does have the World Series um, ring or World Series championship now. Um, so he does have some other comparisons to some of the others. Um, you would want to maybe see that he gets another one, hopefully. But we'll see what happens when it comes on to all that. Um, unfortunately, there has been some other players like. Um, like Tyler Anderson, he moved as well. I believe he actually went to the... God, what was it? I believe it was the Braves, if I'm not mistaken. But um, he moved away as well, so we'll have to go in and see what happens with all that. Um, you know, overall, um, it is going to be exciting to go in and see what happens with the Dodgers, uh, with the Dodgers offseason. Uh, they have a lot of young guys that they can call up from, from the minor leagues and everything that have been showing great, great... Um, you know, they've been showing that they have what it takes in order to be in the major leagues. And you had a lot of that happen in the prior years where you have a lot of guys on the Dodgers roster, on the major league roster. Then you have a lot of guys in the, in the on your AAA team where they can actually go in and provide a lot of um, a lot of great things for your major league team. But again, we'll just have to go in and see what happens. They had to move away from a lot of those guys over the past years and trade them to other teams. And they've been actually doing really great. You know, we'll have to just see again what happens. Um, you know, I'm I'm just excited to see what's gonna happen with the team and what the kind of what what kind of team we're gonna be looking at uh, next season. But it is crucial that they solidify that outfield. You can't have it. I mean, it, it's not gonna be Bellinger anymore. I kind of forgot to even mention that, but Bellinger has even moved away from the uh, from the Dodgers as well. Um, you know, we'll see exactly how he does and everything. Um, uh, we'll. I uh, wish him all the best of luck and everything. I was really a big fan of Cody. I know a lot of women and know a lot, of, and I, I know a lot of fans are gonna be kind of sad to see him go. Especially dude who ended up winning an MVP. He was part of that uh, World Series team as well. Um, you know, it is just kind of it is what it is when it comes down to that. It, it's just sports. You know, players move around, and um, I, I really do think that that is gonna be one of the big, uh, big things that's gonna happen moving forward. Baseball or Major League Baseball is going to be turning into a lot like how the NBA is, you know, following their kind of direction where the players are trying to take a lot more control of, of themselves or their lives in the sense of these big old contracts. And they're trying to just kind of, in a way, chase the money, you know, and it is what it is. You know, you can't be mad at that. You want these guys to make however amount of money they can and while they can, you know, and 
you know, just to take full advantage of what, of, of their talents, you know. But uh, it is it, it is one of the things about pro sports that you have to go and consider or that you have to think about. You know, players have um, certain morals. They want money or whatever the case is. Um, but again, it is what it is when it comes down to all that. Uh, speaking of uh, basketball that I mentioned briefly there, I am going to transition um, here shortly just into the Lakers and the Celtics. I did just want to take a quick minute to go ahead and remind everybody uh, to go ahead and follow a certain page. If I haven't told you guys about it yet, definitely go ahead and pay attention. <laughs> just kidding. But um, it is Rosie's Designs EST 2022. Yes, that is my wife's page. Uh, if you have any questions um, about it, definitely go ahead and shoot up a DM. But the page is um, where you can you can kind of tell once you go in and take a look at it. But my wife, she makes these amazing chip bags where you, you she keeps the original chip, uh, you know, chips in the bag and everything and all that. But she makes this other like this outer shell, if you would, or this outer bag where it protects the, the bag and everything overall. But it provides a really cool memory because it she customizes it with any kind of like custom background or maybe like some custom lettering or something like that saying you know happy birthday or you know if it's um a baptism or something like that or maybe a quinceanera or if you're doing something for the holidays whatever the case is i should be able to go ahead and um, kind of customize the bag a little bit there for you guys and um make it a really nice memory a really cool thing in order for the kids to go and pick up you know they'll be interested into like oh what's the you know what's this is what's this uh design or whatever the case is you know on this bag and then they get really interested in it you know she makes a uh, really cool little details and everything in the bags as well you know but definitely go and check it out again if i haven't told you guys it's rosie's designs est 2022 definitely going to check it out i'll be uh, most likely posting um uh you know i'll be mentioning her in my instagram page and then as well on my youtube page i'll also include um a uh, little screenshot of her of her instagram page on there as well so with that being said guys i do just want to go ahead and go right into the lakers because i kind of took a little bit longer on the dodgers but just going to talk about the the lakers and the celtics here unfortunately they did end up losing 122 to 118 what can i what can i say guys what what can i say <laughs> I sometimes honestly feel like I'm cursed or something, guys, because I started watching the game. They went down quick. They were down, what, 5 to 15 or, or something like that in the, in the first few minutes. It wasn't good. Um, I started thinking, like, hey, maybe if I start doing something or, or whatever, you know, maybe things will change. So I started periodically just kind of doing um, other things, you know. I had to get ready for the rest of the day, did a little bit of laundry, did a little bit of cooking or, you know, eat dinner and stuff like that. And periodically, I would kind of check on the game here and there, and I started noticing, oh, okay, well, second half, uh, okay, they didn't end the second half all that great. Third quarter came around, and the second half came around, they started picking it up, and they started kind of building, or said they started getting closer and closer to tying up the game. Next thing you know, they have a lead. I'm like, oh, God, all right, let me go ahead and start watching the game. Guess what the hell happened, guys? Like, I started really paying attention to the game, and they started losing. They started the freaking Celtics started coming back. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I really started to think that I'm cursed. I I swear, and I swear, I told my wife this. I told my wife, I was like, babe, I really think I'm cursed. I really think anytime I really start paying attention to the game, these guys just start messing up and they start losing. But hey, 
maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me being superstitious, you know? But this this game, if you ask me, felt a lot like the Philly game. Anthony Davis misses two free throws right at the right at the end of the fourth quarter, has a chance in order to go in and bring him up by two. And it just really started to seem like they I don't know, they they exerted all their energy in that third quarter. And part of that fourth quarter, in order to build up this, the, in order to come back, build the lead a little bit, but then also just lose it towards the end of the fourth quarter. I don't know if it's like management of their time or just that they're, I don't know, maybe they're just tired because they had that long ass um, uh, road trip, that six game road trip. And it's only one game, one day that they had to rest and now they're back at it and they have to pay, they have to play against literally the best team in the NBA. And I was surprised. I was honestly surprised to go ahead and see that they ended up building up a lead at some point. And I was like, damn. I was like, all right, we're legit. Because I felt like, hey, we at least have a fighting chance against the Celtics. Because we beat the Bucks. We beat the Bucks, and it was a game where it was back and forth, back and forth the entire game. But right towards the end, we found a way to win. That's what I was thinking was going to happen with this one. Like, yeah, maybe the, yeah, the Celtics were coming back. And I was thinking like, damn, something's going to happen. They're going to really try to find a way to go to win this damn game. But I was hoping, I was just really thinking, I'm like, hey, maybe they just have a little bit more energy. Maybe just a little bit more energy where they can pack in, I don't know, four or six points and then just seal the damn game. Right? But no. At the end of the game, they, they started really just settling for these these um these three pointers or these these shots that just I didn't even, I didn't understand, especially when you have such a especially I don't know I can't say much about Russ. Russ played really really well. He um he he tried his ass off. I mean the dude ended up with 20 points, with 14 rebounds. Uh, you got AD 37, 14. You know. LeBron almost damn near a triple double with 20 something, almost 30 points, nine and nine. But um it it, it really just kind of came down to the other guys. I mean, even Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown, uh none, uh even Beverly. I mean, even though he was sinking some of those threes early on, which you really like to go in and see because he's been kind of struggling from the three-point line, but he blew at least two big layups that could have for sure kind of helped out there, you know? Um, you know, in my opinion, I couldn't, I couldn't help but to think, you know, it'd be nice to go in and get Pat Bev and, and, and Kendrick Nunn and piece them up together to go ahead and get another piece, you know, a good solid piece that can give us some, um, something on offense because this team is good on defense. Don't get me wrong. The Lakers are not bad on defense. They just got outclassed when it came down to their offense. I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown dudes were knocking down threes. Dudes are knocking down their shots like it's nothing. And props to them and everything and all that. I hate to go and do it. I hate to give a, a Celtics props. Uh, but, I mean, I've always kind of liked Jason Tatum. I've always liked Jalen Brown. Um, Jalen Brown went to Cal, um, Cal State Berkeley. Uh, you know, um, Jason Tatum is a big Kobe Bryant fan. He uh, looked out all the time in order to go and be able to work out with him. So, you know, so um, I hope one day that maybe Jason Tatum could actually become a Laker. You know, but um, that that's always been my that's always been my one of my one of the things that I always hope for. Maybe it might happen sometime down the line, but who knows? Maybe I'm just I'm hoping to maybe speak that into existence. But uh, Jalen Brown, one hell of a player as well. 
um, Marcus Smart, he ended up performing very, very well for them as well. Um, but you also had some other players that stepped up big for them as well. And I think that was the big difference when it came down to it, guys. Um, if you would have had just a little bit more of, um, you know, performance or a little bit more from some of the other guys on the bench, you know, besides Russ, um, even some of the guys on the start that started, if you would have had a little bit more from some of these guys, if you would have had a big game, maybe from Lonnie Walker, that things would have changed around. But it really just seemed like it was all Russ, AD, and LeBron. And, I mean, you kind of expect that a little bit because these guys are getting paid the big bucks. They're the ones who are, you know, getting paid all the money and all that. They're the big three and all that, you know. But, um, I don't know. It was just tough. It was a tough pill to swallow, in my opinion, guys. It really sucked, especially towards the end. You kind of started seeing it at the in the fourth quarter in, in overtime. You know, you started seeing it go, it go away in the fourth quarter. But in overtime, you really, you really saw how tired these guys were. I mean... Shit, LeBron and NAD paid, played over 40-something, 40 44 minutes. That's It's just ridiculous. I mean, especially after that long road trip and everything and having to play another over, and having to play an overtime game with the with the 76ers. But, um, yeah, in my opinion, it just really felt like deja vu and that just was that, that game all over again. You know, but uh, overall, it was a great game. Um, you know, even with Lonnie Walker or with, uh, yeah, even with Lonnie Walker and with, um, Austin Reeves having some issues on the D on on the offense and everything on the defensive side. Every everybody played a really great game, and I know maybe you might see like some of those plays and some of those uh, you know some of the highlights and everything, and you might be like, "Did you even see the game, Richard?" Like they got their ass they got scored on all the damn time. Yeah, you're right, but defense is a lot more than just blocks and steals and all that. I mean, don't get me wrong; those are the things that kind of stand out because. You know, they, they stand out on the stat sheet. But defense is more about being in the right place. You know, beating your 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 defender, beating the guy that you're defending to the spot. You know, whatever spot he's trying to get to, whether if it's a sweet spot for a jumper, whatever the case is, or to get to the late or to get closer to the basket or whatever the case is, you need to make sure you stop that. Or you need to make sure that you're in the right spot in order to put a hand in his face if he's going to be... Uh, put it pulling out for a jumper, you know, whatever the case is, you just need to make sure you're doing the right thing or the, be at the right place. And most of the guys on the Lakers, like Lonnie Walker, like uh, Austin Reeves, like Patrick Beverly, they all do this. They, they're all really great defenders. You know, um, Lonnie Walker, when he came in, that was the first thing that he ended up saying. He said he was there to play defense. And I believe it because the dude, he tries his ass off on defense. Don't get me wrong. It just sometimes they get beat by better by better guys by by better offense that's and it is what it is you can't really be mad at that or you can't really expand want more or expect more from them or anything like that you know you just have to tip your cap and just be like hey hey keep on doing what you're doing because eventually things are going to go right for you and um you know overall I, I i am waiting to go and see all that it is um one of the things but I, it is one of the things that i that i I'm waiting to go in and see what's going to happen, you know, overall with this uh, trade deadline coming up. I believe it's coming up on Thursday on the 15th. The uh, trade window finally opens up and then players who are signed over the offseason are finally eligible to be traded. Um, so a lot of people are thinking that that's why maybe Kendrick Nunn and Patrick Beverly are going to be pieced up together to um, get another piece. Um, Boyan Bogdanovich from the, uh, the Pistons has been mentioned quite a bit. I honestly would love to go in and see him on the team because this dude provides a certain 
uh, you know, kind of offensive power, um, firepower for the team. He is a third. He could be an easy third scorer, guy who can come off of the bench or he can start and be able to go in and provide a big punch for the Lakers. You know, be able to go in and have another guy who can get 20 points pretty damn easily, who knows basketball, has a really, really high basketball IQ. Um, yeah, you're going to miss a little bit on defense, especially if you go in and trade away um, Patrick Beverly. But in my opinion, I'd rather take the um, offensibility of Bogdanovich and be okay with his lackluster defense because the dude plays defense well enough and we have enough um, defenders or enough guys on the defensive side for the team that can kind of cover up a little bit of that, especially when you have a guy like Anthony Davis and LeBron James on your team. But uh, we'll see what happens when, when he comes on to all that. Um, there's been other guys like Kuzma, um, Kyle Kuzma, who's been thrown around. I would love to go to see Kuz back on the Lakers. Um, dude was, I think, in my opinion, very, very um, underappreciated. I missed, I, I really do miss him a lot. I really would like to want to see him back on the Lakers. Um, you know, I would definitely look into maybe getting a Kuzma jersey after that if he does come back. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the things. Um, uh, I would think he was mis mis or underappreciated because dude was always willing to go in and do the uh, the little things in order to go in and you know commit to that win for the team or he was always willing to go in and just do whatever the team needed every, each and every day and that's the kind of guy that we need right now we need a guy that can kind of fit right there who's a, a legit forward who can guard a lot of these guys who are wing players um, who can still provide a certain you know deep um, offensive punch you know and everything as well but um, we'll see what happens when, when it comes out to all that. Um, you know, the Lakers do have a few days off until Friday when they're going up against the Denver Nuggets, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we'll kind of do a little bit of a preview or something like that on Friday morning to kind of talk about the game, uh, depending on how things go. Maybe I'll even do like a little post-game thing as well for Saturday morning. But uh, that's pretty much going to do it about here. Um, again, Lakers end up going down 118 to 122 to the Celtics. Um, overall, really great game, guys. If you guys didn't didn't watch it, definitely go ahead and check it out. Um, there's some really great there's some really great spots in the in the game and everything overall. I know it might be a little bit difficult to watch it knowing the um, the outcome of the game and all that, but definitely go ahead and check it out. You'll see some things. You'll know you'll learn a lot from the game. Honestly, if you're if you're Laker fans, you'll learn a lot about the team and what we kind of need and what um, work works as well for the team. But until next time, guys, I'll talk to you guys later on in the week. I'll talk to you guys most likely, like I said, on Friday. But take care until then, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll talk to you guys again on Friday. Peace.